0: The hat back on you son of a bitch oh, oh you want me to put the hat back on
1: <laughs> all right that have my head
0: <laughs> nothing oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna do it properly <laughs> this episode's a
2: goddamn nightmare hello everyone and well, welcome back to a very special episode of jarred where one of us is naked and you have to figure out which one um what? For those of you only listening on Spotify.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going for those those watching on YouTube, just guess which one of us has the lower half naked. Sure. Fun fact it's not Dougie because he's in the middle of winter right now. Well, the start of winter, but yeah.
2: I wish he was. Fun though. fact it's not Dougie because he's in
1: the start of winter right now. So it's one of <laughs> us a lot.
2: So this is my first episode back after Five Weeks. Five weeks, you've been counting.
1: I have been counting. I have nothing else to do.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: So I've been oh drinking
2: body. a lot of gin, but um, as my my first episode <sighs> back, um, I wanted to share an anecdote with you guys that I forgot to share when Ryan was visiting. Um, Ooh. I was saving it for the visit, but then everything was so, like, ugh, like we did so many things that what I just... Did. I simply forgot. Um... So the week leading up to Ryan's surprise visit, I was working on a cake for our friend Hannah and Mike's son, John, because he and I share a birthday and um, he was going to be at the birthday party slash surprise thing, you know, whatever. Right. And Ryan and I obviously were messaging each other a lot outside of the group chat in the weeks and months leading up to the visit. And one of the things that I messaged him about was-
1: Oh that- no, what are we gonna say? Oh no, what are you gonna say? Oh no. My- <sighs> uh,
2: <laughs> a few days before the party, so um, Hannah and Mike's son, who turned eight, I believe it was this- Seven or eight? I probably about this. It like, I think it was seven, but it's probably eight. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I asked what kind of cake he wanted, and he said chocolate, as long as it's not cheesy. So I'm like, okay. So I decided to be fun, Aunt Jess, and I was going to make him a chocolate cake and layer it with fondant and make it look like a slice of cheese, a cartoon <laughs> slice of cheese. Uh. And I was worried because I haven't worked with fondant in years—like years, 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 five or so six sorry. years, probably. Um, I didn't know that they made pre-dyed fondant. So, so my biggest stress in the days before was getting the fondant and getting the food coloring and getting the color of the cheese just right, like the yellow. Um, And then a few days before when I was at Walmart looking for the fondant in question, I discovered that they had pre-dyed fondant. And I'm like, that's great. That's awesome. So I got the last box of yellow fondant that they had. And as soon as I left Walmart, I sent Ryan a voice message. And I was telling him, you know, I was really worried about this fondant situation. Like, I haven't worked with fondant since 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, so I was worried about getting the color right on the fondant. And Ryan messages me back, voice message, and he's like, no, 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 you no, no, keep no, no, saying no, no. fondant. You keep saying fondant. It's fond dude. It's fucking fondant in my ass. It's fucking. What the fuck are you talking about? Fucking fondue. No. <laughs> I already know where this is going, you fucking shithead. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fucking fondant. It's fucking fondant the fondue like what the fuck are you talking about and i was like what and he's like it's fucking fondue that's what you put on a fucking cake what the fuck are you talking about fondant it's fondue and i'm like ryan and i had to school him on the differences between fondue and fondant via voice message on facebook And I didn't want to share it with you guys ahead of time because then I felt like we were on extra paranoid, like high alert that time. So I'm like, if I send them this situation, if I send them like the, you know, the voice clips of this, they're going to be like, why is she messaging him about fondant outside of the group chat? That's kind of weird, Um, which maybe no one would have questioned it. I don't know. But at the time, we were just I went extra careful. Yeah. So. I never sent it in the group chat, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to save this one for when he gets <laughs> I... here for the surprise party night, and then I'm going to tell everyone, and then I forgot to tell everyone, so now I'm telling everyone here that Ryan thought that fondant and fondue were the same thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot Ryan. That, that was a thing that happened. <laughs> okay. Wait. You know, let, let let me, let me, before, before, before y'all drill into me, let me at least explain my part of it, okay? I realised my mistake the t- two seconds into the voice message that Jess replied to me when I tried to drill her over it. Within two seconds of listening to her voice message, I sat here in this very spot with my phone. <coughs> play. Two seconds in, I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I realized my fucking mistake. It was okay. like the misconstrued people all ahead. over no, 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 again. No, 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 I, I, no.
0: No, I know. I'm cutting you off. Okay, you've run out of time just like Elaine, okay? <laughs> you've run the fuck out of time. <laughs> okay, I now get my next like hour and a half, okay? It's go, because go, go. of the fact that you approached Jess and said with confidence, why do you keep pronouncing it like that, Okay consider yeah, me no, camille right he, now. He, he was tried to up gaslight until me. you heard. It was up until you heard a voice that was smarter than yours correct <laughs> you.
2: He tried to gaslight me like what the fuck are you talking about fondent? It's fondue. Like he was it was one of those situations again where he was so confidently yeah, and loudly yeah, wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and rotten I'm like, born, why sit don't you down, baby. This, sit I'm down, like, rotten Why don't born, you bring this down.
2: argument to someone who hasn't been baking and decorating cakes for the last 10 plus years and then yep. we'll talk?
1: Yep. Yep.
2: I'm like yep. fondue is a fluid. It's a liquid. You like dip stuff in it. You like strawberries, you dip in chocolate fondue, like a fondue fountain. Fondant is a decorative material. Yeah. Thank very you. pliable.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm just like, I'm just going to save this for the surprise party and then just embarrass him publicly in front of everyone. And Honestly, thank God just- that y'all had this conversation in private. Okay. I made just this fucking
0: divorce cake. Okay. I would have been in on you like white on motherfucking
2: rice.
1: I I know the only person
2: at the time that I could immediately send it to was my mom because my mom was in on the whole Ryan thing from the beginning. And I I immediately screen capped that that conversation. Well, I screen capped like his audios of it. And she was just like. What? (laughs) I was like, I know. I was like, "I, I don't I don't know.
1: I... And
0: what's sad about the whole situation is, like, you told me, like, even when I was just, like, at at the beginning when I was just guest appearing on the podcast and I hadn't been made, like you know, a full member just yet, you had warned me before in a lot of conversations <laughs> of, with you and Ryan about how sometimes he rebuttals so confidently yet so absolutely wrong. And I just, I did not realize it until I got into this friendship and y'all, it's so... Like, I know you hear us talk about it. I swear it's so much way worse in person.
2: And it was so, I just, I love, I love being right in any capacity, like against anyone, but especially when it's Ryan and he's very confidently wrong. Like he's just like very loud about it when he's wrong. And so when he sent me that, I, I had just, I had just gotten home from the grocery store like at the height of this discussion. So whenever he sent me that, I, I sent a series of voice messages yes. chewing him the fuck out. Yes. And then and I, I realized my mistake. I, I I was unloading the groceries and I sent him a video. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Here's a video. I'm like, oh, I pulled the box of fondant out of the bag. I'm like, oh, you know what? It does say fondue. Look at that. It says fondue. And I like zoomed in <laughs> yeah. on where it says fondant. I'm like, yeah, that does say fondue. <laughs> fun That's fact. Like, a fucking fun idiot. Fun <laughs> fact, I
1: didn't watch all of that video out of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh yeah, reacting. I do remember
0: you telling me that.
1: Though. Yeah. It was fucking...
2: Imagine telling, I totally forgot about imagine that. telling, imagine trying to argue with a woman who has been baking and decorating cakes for a
1: decade, at least. Imagine trying to argue with somebody that who you. fondant you've- is called fondue. Imagine trying to argue with somebody who I've already lost battles with more times than imagine, I care to mention. Then why but, haven't imagine? you goddamn
2: learned? <laughs> imagine trying to argue with someone who still, to this day, bakes desserts at least once a week.
1: Yeah, that part, that part, believe it or not, does not fuss me. Like,
0: do you know what? What bothers me are, is the Ryan? fact that I still
1: try to argue with you.
0: Ryan. Why was
1: I so confident in that?
0: Ryan, do you even know what Thursdays are? What are Thursdays, Ryan? Today? No. No, it's (laughs) not today. Oh my God, you're so dumb. Do you know what Thursdays are?
1: Thursdays are. No, I don't know what Thursdays are. My day off. Thursdays are the day
0: that Jess Bakes. she bakes every thursday she's been doing this for the better part of how many months jess since the beginning of the year
1: jake's best every jake jake, jake jake jake's best
0: jess bakes every thursday i know this because i go on saturday and more than likely there are leftovers for me and i'm grateful and they always taste amazing <laughs> but you just had to cry just I say <laughs> saw you were gonna
1: cry at the end. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I already did thought you were gonna crack.
0: I'm just saying, like how the fuck can you argue with the woman in that specific On that specific subject, when you know for a goddamn fact, she bakes every fucking Thursday. Because there is something wrong with me, Amber. Most of the fucking, like, birthday and celebratory cakes when it comes to her family, who the fuck makes them? If it's not Mama.
1: No, I know it's Jess. I know it's Jess. I know it's
0: just But yeah, you things. chose with your there's whole ass chest to argue with her on
2: this. I, that's Honestly, your fault. You bring the
1: chest. You got to bring the chest into this? Honestly, yeah, that
0: hairy
2: ass chest. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think Ryan like has a humiliation kink. Why do like he I think I think I think that's a real thing. Like I think he has a humiliation kink. Like I think he purposely I swear says to god if he does things I swear to God, if you listen
0: back to this while editing and masturbate, I will fucking kill you.
1: Oh, this ain't going out. (laughs) This ain't going out until Monday because I'm gonna be able to finish it tomorrow. I'm gonna be he probably will,
2: because there is an underlying humiliation kink in there somewhere where like even when he knows he's wrong, he argues that he's right just to get proven wrong, and then he's like, uh, yeah, that's the good stuff.
1: Just for the record, I don't have a humiliation kink. I, I think a, you do. I actually get extremely embarrassed and I cringe at myself. Just let the record straight.
2: I, uh, I don't believe that. I think you have a humiliation kink, which which makes me think that with my need to constantly be right, I think that I could make serious money off of this. So if you're listening to this and you have a humiliation kink and you're willing to pay to be humiliated, hit me up because... I can do it. I can dig down deep. I can embarrass you. I've got a fucking sharp ass tongue, so I can fucking annihilate your entire hey, life and we make you are, feel more ashamed hey, than you've ever felt hey, in your life.
0: Hey, 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 Jess, would you willing to accept a apprentice?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. We we are about to uh, extend our patron to tier fours now. The fee's gonna be a little bit higher than normal, but all the services will include what Jess has just advertised, and I shall drink to that.
2: I, wow, we should yeah. let him. You'll, you'll get nothing in return. I will literally insult you and humiliate you and embarrass your entire life, and you give me money.
1: <laughs> so I'm getting it for free. Great.
2: Yes, but now every time you do it, I'm going to be charging you ten dollars at least. <laughs> depending <laughs> on the depending on the argument, if it's something monumentally stupid, I'm going to be charging you like a hundred plus. If it's something, like, small, like, misconstrued, then, like, $10. <laughs> but if it's something, like, what? fondant fondue, it's going to be 100 plus. Can yeah, I get a shit again. Right, no. Doubtful. Oh. We should let so you start anyway, because you finished
0: your drink. And we're all already pretty lit. Oh,
1: that was... That was... That was the last of my bottles. Like, I am... There is... Your
2: bottle of water.
1: My bottle of water.
2: Bottle of water. What about your bottle of sprite?
1: <laughs> mm bro, that's still there. That's probably mine.
2: Maybe.
1: Actually, I think I chucked mine across the bed, across the room. Actually, the yeah. Yeah, I chucked it across the room.
2: Yours is still back there. Oh! Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry. Oh, I eat that thing after I downed the rest of it because I only had half the fuck. Oh, shit. Mm-mm.
2: <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, it's me and my titties here tonight, and Ryan is presenting, so let's get on with the show. Fuck.
1: I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk as a motherfucker right now, y'all. I'm sorry in Say advance, it. okay? <laughs>
2: I, I've never had gin in my life.
1: Oh, you've been it drinking gin? Oh, gin is disgusting. You fucking dangerously.
2: Gin is disgusting, but also I'm a little self-conscious right now because I've put on a few pounds, so it's one of the lower-calorie drinks. Not, baby. You look good. You look good
1: as fuck. Shut the fuck up.
2: I gained more weight in our COVID quarantine than I did when Ryan was here. Baby, I don't go fuck. You look good. Which is amazing because me and Ryan ate total fucking trash. When
1: we ate shit.
2: We did not eat at home
1: once. You and ate We didn't it. We fucking hell. We ate out all the time. Holy shit. No wonder I put on... How much did I put on? Six pounds?
2: I don't know. I was just glad because I only put on four pounds. And I thought for sure I'd gained like ten
1: pounds. All I know is since being back home, I have not done my workout I've done a workout once since being back. I've been back about three, four weeks now. And the six pounds is gone. I hate my life. I hate my internal system that goes on in here. Like, COVID
2: quarantine, I put on, like, five and a half more pounds. And I'm just like, no, nah, we I need got to go I'm back. Just,
1: I just need that in general. Like, just, just give me that shit more. All right, y'all. I am doing... A fucked up f- dude called Michael Lupo. Okay. I
2: thought you were gonna say Michael Myers, and I was really <laughs>
1: excited. <laughs> He's not British. But he might be out oh, of fucking. No.
2: We don't know that he doesn't we,
1: talk. We don't know that. Well, this guy also goes by the alias of the Wolfman. Okay. I never heard of it. Okay. I of I'm always of London! When, huh?
2: Werewolves in London. Come on, Dougie, you got me Warren Zevon, Come on, Dougie. I mean, you got me.
1: <laughs> this Go guy lived in London. This guy lived in London. You got two of them already. So I'm always I'm always concerned when serial killers have like nicknames like that. Right? Because like you normally hear of them more. Like the Zodiac Killer, for example. You know, everyone knows it because of the AIDS. I've never once heard of the Wolfman. Okay. Which is why I've chosen him because he's low profile. But when it's like, he's got his own nickname. Like, I've not heard of it. Anyway, he... Um, Hanky! Uh, Sorry. I mean, I don't even really know where to start with this one. I could start with how many he killed. I could start why he killed. Or I could just jump straight into the history of him. I'm actually going to do the history No, 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 no,
2: no, no. How many did he kill?
1: He killed uh, four for definite. But there may have been more overall.
0: Which was oh, very but, nice. much
2: like my last one. Yeah. Can I, four can for I interject? Can four. Can Go for it. it. I meant I for there was something I forgot to mention. Okay. So because I haven't been here. Um. So, <laughs> uh, listeners, um. So we had almost a thousand downloads in April.
1: We fucking did
2: alone. April we alone. Fucking
1: did. Bearing in mind that was in like the first two and a half weeks. We yeah. Were, we were nearly there.
2: So by April 30th, it unfortunately, I was hoping we'd hit a thousand by the end of the month, but we were yes. 15 short. We were 985 15. by the end of the
0: month. Still that was low.
2: insane. Which our numbers this month haven't been as impressive, but they've definitely so far been more impressive than May. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to thank you guys. Thank you because that was, I don't know what happened, but that was. Anyway, go on, Michael Myers. Go
1: on. Thank you. Michael Lupo. (laughs) (laughs) Although I can now tag Michael Myers. Thank you. So anyway, (laughs) Michael Lupo, a.k.a. The Wolfman, um, brutally mutilated four uh, four victims for definite. um, But there may have been a few more uh, across the globe as well, which I shall get onto towards the end. Um, But he was... Uh, When was he born? He was born in 1953, but arrested in 1986. Okay, so the history of him. He was a former choir boy in Italy, which is where he was born. Lupo discovered his homosexual tendencies. Happy Pride Month, by the way, while serving with the elite military in the early 1970s. Commando training taught him how to kill bare-handed, and he took his lessons with him when he left Italy to move to London in 1975. Starting out as a hairdresser, Lupe worked his way up to owning his own stylish boutique, buying himself a $300,000 home in Roland Gardens, South Kensington in London, and along the way, he boasted of liaisons with some 4,000 male lovers. Recording the intimate details in numerous journals. How? I'm lucky if I can count on one hand my intimate liaisons. Start, yeah, let's not even let let fucking alone, start let, there. Let's let not even fucking start there.
2: Let alone 4,000.
1: Like, that's... <laughs> that's something else fucking 4000 like bitch you got to make How 10? do you
2: even find that people I'm fucking beautiful and I couldn't get fucking 4000 people in Fayetteville what the fuck
0: <laughs> Honey you don't want I mean, 4000 no, people from Fayetteville
2: no, Seriously like have like have you seen me like there's no fucking like yeah like okay like but like in Fayetteville 4000 people and but like, do like you
0: want but listen
2: do you want 4000 people
0: from Fayetteville I a mean, minute.
2: I'm talking, I'm talking in, in, uh, <laughs> like, like specifics, like the size of like, cause Fayetteville's like the size of the entire country of UK. So like,
1: yeah, bro, <laughs> we drove a lot.
2: Uh, like, like did, did he just fuck everyone? Like, I just can't.
1: I think he, I think he did. I mean, I mean, this is like 4,000, like across, across the globe, not just like, London and, and Italy. This is like, he, he traveled a lot. Anyway, after all of that, the payoff for promiscuity? I don't, promiscuity,
2: promiscuity? Promiscuity? Thank you. Thank you. I'm fucking oh out. Thank you. It's Von Dent!
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Arrived in March of 1986 when he was uh, given a positive diagnosis of AIDS. After which Lupo Oof. apparently ran amok, indulging his taste in sadom, sadom, sadomasochism. sadomasochism. Thank you.
2: Why did you pick this one? You can't even pronounce
1: half the words. No, I can't pronounce <laughs> half the words from this. It's entertainment. Um, in a violent campaign of revenge against the gay community. On March 15th, 1986, 37-year-old James Burns was prowling leather bars in London in search of a companion for the night, undeterred by his own diagnosis of AIDS two weeks earlier. Vagrants found his body in a London basement mutilated with a razor blade and sodomized and smeared with excrement, and his tongue was bitten off in the frenzied attack that took his life. Three weeks later, on the afternoon of April 5th, AIDS victim Anthony Connolly was found by children playing in a railroad shed. His body <gasps> slashed and smeared with a uh, slashed with a razor and smeared with human offal in a carbon copy homicide. Ugh. Lupo was leaving a gay bar on the night of April 18th, where he met an elderly tramp on Hungerford, Hungerford Bridge. And something inside him suddenly screamed out at the world, assaulting the stranger. Lupo kicked him in the groin and strangled him on the spot. Afterward, dumping his body into the River Thames. The following day. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're cutting me off. Yo, let's go.
2: Okay, so as a native Englander. Yes. It's Thames.
1: Thames, yes. Yeah. Thames or Thames.
2: Okay, I was about to say, because Amber, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were always told it was Thames. Yeah.
1: Depends what region from the UK you are from. If you are from London, you will call it the Thames. Um, From where I am from in Leicestershire, we call it the Thames or Thames, depending on however the tongue pronounces it. But either way, no matter where you're speaking about it in the UK, you know what you're referring to.
2: So... Okay, so is this one of those things, again, where you tell us that it's, like, a British thing, and then it's just you being a dickhead, or, like, is it actually true?
1: I prefer the term dumbhead, but yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The following day, Lupo met Mark Leyland at uh, Charing Cross, and the men made their way to a public restroom for sex. Once there, Leyland changed his mind, whereupon Lupo produced an iron bar and attacked him. Escaping with his life, Leyland reported the incident as a mugging, later telling the truth to the police after Lupo's arrest. Victim Damon McCluskey was last seen alive in a Kensington tavern on April 24th, 1986. His body, later found strangled, raped, and mutilated with a razor. And the same carbon copy homicide was discovered oh. sometimes later in a basement flat. On the 9th of May 7th, Lupo picked up another gay partner, attempting to strangle him with a black nylon stocking. But once more, his prey escaped. This time, police received a full report The victim later toured gay bars with an escort to identify the culprit, finally spotting Lupo on the night night of May 15th. A search of Lupo's home revealed one room converted into a modern torture chamber. And his confiscated diaries were reported to contain the names of all um, victims and prominent connections. Convicted at his trial in July 1987, Lupo received four life sentences and two terms of seven years each through the attempted murders, with the judge's assurance that in this case, quote, life meant life, end quote. At this writing, Interpol is double-checking mutilation deaths in Amsterdam, West Berlin, Hamburg, Los Angeles, and New York City seeking connections with Lupo and his various trips abroad but no further charges were filed. In February of 1995 Lupo died in prison from AIDS related illnesses. He had contracted the disease shortly before his killing spree and he claimed that finding this out was what sent him on his wild rampage during his trial he did plead guilty to all charges Um, <clears throat> I completely lost where I was I was on such a good fucking roll fuck I knew it was going too smoothly <laughs> <laughs> shit fuck uh give it yeah he pleaded guilty to all charges where he was then given the four life and says plus 14 years and that's when the investigation started into uh everywhere else that he'd travel abroad to but yeah that's michael lupo i can understand wow he got the nickname wolfman yeah well actually I was. I looked into this a bit further. Like I was curious as to where Wolfman came from. That started. Like he gave himself that name when he was training. When he was training as the commando, was a commando. When he was training as that, he gave himself the nickname. Um. He later admitted, but no other origin about it really came out. It just kind of stuck with him. Like that was the name he went by. And it just so happens to be a coincidence. Alias to then <laughs> what happened the afterwards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like how I moved to make Hank look at the, look at the camera and then, and then he, he turned,
1: turned the, the other set. way.
0: Hey, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> but no, no, no your no. guy was a was a sadistic fuck, dude.
1: Oh, he was Bleh. Pardon me. He was fucked up. He ain't real fucked up. Um I mean. Hmm. I mean the only reason he, he then snapped and ran amok was he claimed because you know, because he, you know, was diagnosed with AIDS. That was what made him snap and that's what made him go over the edge. I mean I I don't think I get it.
2: I mean, plenty of people have HIV and AIDS and things like that
1: and they don't And they don't go on a mass that's... killing spree.
2: Was there anything like in his childhood that you found that
1: um like, were there he head, head? head injuries <laughs> 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 um I don't think there was bear with me um
2: you're such
1: a no there was there is nothing about his childhood no um, abuse nothing like that no no absolutely nothing at all regarding it whatsoever there was nothing in, in his, here about his history. Literally just the only stint, bit of history that's... St- Sorry, go on, Dougie. No, you're right. You you, you go. I was going to say the only thing that, that stood out um, really in his in his history was the fact that he was taught how to kill barehanded when he was training as a, um, as a commando. Yeah. I was just going to say, with his stint in the army, did he actually get de- deployed at any time? Uh, again, I'm I'm just going off of Murderpedia here. Um um, there's there's nothing about that either. Shout out um,
0: Murderpedia, by the way.
1: Yeah, I mean we're yeah. all just bouncing off Murderpedia here, and it is fate. it's an amazing source. If
0: you ever want to sponsor a season, I mean this would have been the one to do it. Just thanks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Facts. laughs> um. So no, I yeah. imagine he was. Well, I was just thinking something. that maybe there was something in he, if PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah. 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 I mean, so there was nothing even mentioned in the trial about it, so I can't. I don't want to speculate, but I can't imagine there was if it wasn't mentioned within his trial. Um, but it really like, threw me when you said he when he he opened up a hair salon. It's like well, hang on, that's yeah, completely cause he, cause, different to what yeah, I was Yeah, because he was openly gay. Um I think Apart I, from I that think fact, but-
2: I'll just assume that something had happened in childhood because I do not believe that murderers are born. I believe that murderers are made. Yes, yeah. so I'm I think I've with you into there. This on previous episodes, I don't think that people are inherently evil. I think that they're influenced by trauma and occurrences in childhood or at any point in their lives, and
0: yeah, very much probably more than likely beyond their control.
2: Right. I, I think that some people. Aren't, they just don't really have a fair chance at life, and so we end up with these kind of people. like We do. Like Richard Ramirez. Like people, like these famous serial killers who had trauma early on in life, and then they ended up just going down, or they didn't need to go down. It, Amber, it always goes back to something. Amber, what right. are you shutting back there,
1: baby?
0: It's whiskey, honey. Why are you worried about it?
1: Because I... I went in on it.
2: Anyway. Oh, my God. Um, oh, that's why it's frustrating to talk to literally anyone in Fayetteville, Amber, about this kind of stuff with, like, Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy or, like, the bigger serial killers because they're immediately, they write it off as, oh, he was just evil. And I think that's Fucking a bit freak. of a disservice. I think that's a bit of a disservice to mental health. Um, oh, absolutely. I I don't, Yeah. And I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't think anyone is inherently evil. Like, I think, like, it all comes from somewhere. It all started somewhere with something. People aren't just born like that. It's something that they've learned early in life, or they saw early in life, or something they went through and didn't process. Or So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be looking into this guy a little bit further, because I am curious. Because, like I said, it yeah. doesn't come from nowhere. It doesn't just... No one just wakes up and decides. You know what I'm gonna do today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good story, though, my mm. guy. Thank
1: mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm I proud of wanna... your delivery. That was pretty smooth, considering. Exactly.
1: Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get drunk more often before I present because that went. I do
2: want to ask, though, un unrelated to your episode, but yeah. just as someone in the UK. Okay. Um, So the Johnny Depp thing.
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. So
2: he had a trial in the UK a couple of years ago against the sun Mm -hmm. the newspaper in which he lost. Right. So what's what's the general like atmosphere, like temperament or what was like the general vibe about him in the UK as the country that he lost that trial in?
1: For that trial or the current trial? the,
2: the Sun. No, trial. that trial.
1: I will be honest; I have no fucking idea.
0: He wasn't paying attention.
1: I was not paying attention.
2: Well, it also wasn't televised that one. Exactly. So, no. so that hit.
1: I will be honest, I didn't even know that was a thing. So uh,
2: with with this trial going in, did you find that people in the UK were a little bit more biased towards her side because no. he had lost the UK trial?
1: No. I found a lot of people supporting Johnny in this trial. Um... And then I later found out through my Instagram that quite a few of people, quite a few of my friends supported more Amber Heard, and then my opinion of them changed. I was like, "Yikes!" Um, but I'll, digre- I'll, di- I'll digress. Each to their own opinion.
0: I'm not gonna say um, that either one was a saint. Like I'm, 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 like sure Johnny uh, did ex- exhibit some, you know, not great behavior, but at the same time, um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but there no, we- is
0: there's an end of a, of, a, of a spectrum and then another end and i feel like amber went uh, i've uh, just above and uh, beyond and i Oh she shit
1: the bed she went above and beyond
0: I, No absolutely oh. and i think that she gave personal like and this is Ugh. and this is my opinion also as a survivor of uh, sexual assault um i feel like she made things a bit harder for us that's just my yeah. personal opinion well, um,
2: I'll be honest. Like going into this as someone who is previously from an abusive marriage, um, going into this, I I'm not a Johnny Depp super fan. Like I'm not a Stan. Like I'm not like like I won't go see a movie just because he's in it. Like right. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the Alice in Wonderland. Like I I mean some I haven't of seen bigger those movies. Yeah, like I went and saw Pirates of I'm, the Caribbean when it came out, but it's like I. I've, I've never watched movies just because he's in them. Yeah. So going right. into this, I was like, well, they're equally as toxic as each other. Like, it was just mm-hmm. a really bad relationship. Like, they were just, you know, you know, he was maybe more so one way and she was more so another way. And it's just like, whatever. And, you know, obviously he's had substance abuse problems in the past and all those things. But That's nothing the, really new. No. And the the more that I watched the trial, though... The more that I recognized his side of it as being reactive, mm. which yeah. is, is, it is becoming more of a talking point, And that's good because, you know, when someone's the primary abuser, they'll try to say, oh, that person is the one that's doing it. And it's really when the other person is doing it, it's because they have been pushed to, a, to an extent to that point. Yeah. So... I, don't, I mean, it was not clearly a great relationship. And, I
0: mean, don't get me wrong. But, I've done th- I've done things in past relationships I'm not proud of. Can I say it's reactionary? Well, I don't know. Do I think it was absolutely abusive? I don't think I've ever abused anyone, whether it be emotionally. I know I haven't physically, but, like, I don't know if I've ever manipulated anyone Or been emotionally toxic. But I can totally understand how you can re... If you've been pushed to a certain point, how you can react that way. Because eventually, a human's a human. They're going to get to the point mentally where they're like, enough is enough. I have to say something or,
2: Well, and I said early on, I don't remember if I said it in recording or just in outside conversation. But I, I said early on that I wasn't one to take the argument that oh, he has, like, no one else has come up and said that he's abused them before, so he's not abusive. Like, that doesn't mean anything because I was married to an abusive person and he didn't abuse anyone before me. But then Mm -hmm. it came to my, like, it came to my attention. I didn't think of it in, like, that kind of logical sense where it's like, okay, the person that was abusing me, he had only dated really seriously one person before me in high school. And the whole Johnny Depp thing is like, this guy is almost sixty years old, and this is the first allegation yeah. that he has had from a partner
1: yep. Yep. in yep.
2: five decades. Yep. And all of his former girlfriends are coming forward and saying, "No, that's not how he was with me."
1: Just, Whereas you just on the
2: yeah, whereas, like, on the flip side with Marilyn Manson, Evan Rachel Wood came out, and she's like, oh, this is what he did to me. And then all these other women just start flooding in. Like, he did this right. to me, too, and mm-hmm. he did this to me, too. No one came forward and said that Johnny Depp had done that to, to them. Mm-hmm. And this man is 50-something years old. So it's kind of like, like like I said, at first, I kind of tried to go into it, like, not being, like, trying to hear Not both being sides objectively. yeah. You know, just going into it with the mindset that, oh, they were just equally toxic. Like, he was verbally abusive. She was physically abusive. Like, it was just, it was both, it was bad all around. But mm-hmm. after watching, after being on COVID quarantine for a week and watching every second of the trial, I'm just like, <laughs> she's a piece of shit. Literally, she like, is a piece I'm, of shit I'm that sorry. she left on their fucking yeah. Yeah, like,
0: like <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is, this is what seals the deal for me. And it's a little bit of a culmination of some of the things that she did, but when you pair it with this one specific thing, like when you take into the fact that she did not donate her money to the ACLU, like she said. Right. When you take into the right. fact that she did not uh, donate her money oh, but she pledged to it. the um, Children's Hospital right, L.A., when you take that into account, and then on top of all of this, you hear her on recording say, tell them, Johnny... Yep. A man yes. that you've been abused. Tell them, Johnny, I'm sorry. A person who wants to claim themselves as an ambassador. A person that wants to claim themselves as a voice of beacon for the Me Too movement. And wants to take a stance against domestic violence and sexual assault. The fact that they had the audacity at one point in time, whether they were being abused or not, to say to someone like that that the words that she chose to speak to him in that moment and how she said it.
2: We have not not a person. So many, we have heard so many recordings of the two of them and not just in the trial. I mean, there's, there are recordings from many other situations that have come out since then from like the Australia thing with him getting his finger cut off and all those things. And it's like, not all abuse situations are the same, but as someone who has a perfect victim either. Right. As someone who's been in that situation where you've had the fucking brakes beat off of your ass. I would never in a million fucking years dream of speaking to my ex-husband the way she spoke to him regularly. Mm -hmm. Like on those on the all those recordings. It's like she didn't she wasn't scared of him. Like I spoke to my ex-husband like that one time. Once. And you know but what that happened? Was all it took, right? I got the fucking brakes beat off my ass. And never again. If you're scared of your, like, if you're fearing for your life, if you're really scared of that person, you're not going to continuously talk to them like that. You're mm-hmm. going to be walking on eggshells mm-hmm. for the remainder of your relationship. I would never, ever speak to my ex the way that she was speaking to him on those multiple, numerous recordings. Like, she was, she just, she wasn't scared of him. Like, every time, every time one of those recordings came up, I'm like, there's no fucking way. She was not fucking, she wasn't afraid no. of him. Like, as someone who has been in that situation, she is not fucking afraid of him. Yeah.
0: Like, wow, he said At some all. fucked up things about her in text messages, but not directly to her. And he was speaking to his friends. Like,
2: how many fucking times? Okay. Like, okay, maybe I'll go to jail for this, but how many fucking times have I plotted my ex-husband's murder? With my friends. Okay like
1: I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna bleep that out just for your fucking safety
2: like how many times have I done that <laughs> how many different fucked up creative names have I called him to my friends like Thank that's you. not really that's not really like a thing in a court trial okay like mm. yeah like he was a piece of fucking I mean, shit honestly like, I'm gonna fucking say the worst shit about him I can think of to my best friends Get the fuck out of here. Honestly,
0: though, that would be the exact same thing as if someone went into our group chat and seen some of the fucked up shit that we all said.
1: (laughs) Me and Mike
0: are literally on TikTok. (laughs) That's Like, I'm I'm not. (laughs) I'm surprised. I'm surprised I'm not on some watch list for some of the military things I've asked out of Mike that he has graciously denied me
2: army please don't fire him he's a good like dude. none of those none of those text messages fazed me i'm like who cares like he like he said he hoped that her corpse was rotting in the back of a honda like i wish i'd been that creative when talking to my <laughs> friends about my ex like yeah i said some fucked up shit too to my friends it's not like he was saying this shit to her yeah. i mean he called her a cunt on recording a couple of times but then uh, again hold on, also hold on he's a man of he's, yeah he's he's, he's He's a worldly man, so it's yeah. like we know he has a house in Australia, so yeah. he's probably familiar with the vernacular just, in Australia. Yeah. So that he knows that cunt is not as serious. It's a
1: time of endearment. I oh, cunt, I you doing?
2: So, well, not in not in these recordings, but it also no. is probably like one of those things where it's like <laughs> America is really the it can only be used in many country. situations. Yes. America's the only country that takes cunt as like the predominant insult. Oh, we do so as well. Like,
1: we do in the UK.
2: Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, camera? him using that, I'm just like, whatever. Like, ever since I started hanging no. out with, like, Dougie and Abdi, I'm like, I'll call everyone a cunt. I don't care. And, like, <laughs> it, the, it, it like, shocks some people because I forget that, like, Americans yeah. take it so, like, oh, my God. Like, that's the worst thing you can call someone. I'm like, no, it's not. It's literally just, you know, cunt. Like, whatever. Just a lab. So, I mean, him calling her that, I'm like, I don't care. Like, be cool. whatever. Good for him. I had a oh, mega it. pint for him the night he won. Good and I watched to the Caribbean,
1: so. I was planning a trip to Sheffield, legit. What I loved about that was the fact that it was a complete massacre, and her verdict was red, and he wasn't Bro. even there. Bro, I was surprised he got
0: all three, but he fucking swept them. The fuck he up. was
1: literally like, in Sheffield. That's like. Oh, well, it's, hard, it was, to was an it's hard to say. It's hard to say because
2: they were both. They were both like. Oh, like, they defamed me. But it's like, it's hard for her to say, oh, he defamed me when she still has a supporting, well, like, co-star role in a humongous superhero franchise. Mm -hmm. And, like, as soon as the allegations against him came out, he's dropped from everything. Yep. Like, come on. Yep. Whatever. So... That's that. That is our, uh, that's our episode. Uh, welcome back to Jard. We are back in season after all four of us anyway, after. I was like, we were back last week. (laughs) However long hiatus. I'm sorry. My dad had a birthday. Can you relate? Do you have a dad? No. Anyway. (laughs) So. (laughs) I'm on one time.
1: <laughs> I'm a good jerk off. That was really a kink. That was a real turn on for me right there. Oh, I'm
2: Jesus a...
0: fucking Christ. <laughs> Follow That's us on all and of kink. our social medias. Become a patron on our Patreon. We really appreciate it. Fucking bye. Yeah, we're out of here.
2: We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Night-o. Bye. 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 bye.